Welcome to Crosstown Cardboard, a sports card podcast with two collectors from opposite sides of New York City. Craig and Carmine share sports card stories from the perspective of a teacher and broadcaster. This is Crosstown Cardboard. Welcome to episode 61 of Crosstown Cardboard with myself, Carmine at Carmine's Cards, the sports reporter down here in Greenville, South Carolina, and Craig at New York City Sports Cards, the math teacher and the soccer coach in New York City, but originally from Long Island. I'm from Westchester County, New York, home of Sing Sing Prison in Ossining. Broke out, started the Crosstown Cardboard podcast. And hopefully will not reveal too much about my exact location. But episode 61 is called Haven't Set Up in a Minute. And of course, that's a little bit of a nod to the NYC New York lingo. Craig came up with it, which is, of course, why we're going along with this one. And Craig, <laughs> and uh, no, Craig has great titles. So please explain to me, first of all, the 1961 that you wanted to mention. And then secondly, your card show. Uh, experience. We're going to go through a crazy, another crazy coincidence. A couple of things I picked up, and uh, I think we have a great show planned here today. We do a lot to talk about. Sixty-one. I don't know about you. When I hear that, the first thing that comes to mind is the sixty-one home run chase between Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris, and the movie Sixty-One. If you've never seen it, which documents that year and that home run chase, incredible movie. So, yep. highly okay. recommend that. Uh, yeah. So the title is because I said about a show yesterday and. Before yesterday, I hadn't set up in a minute. So here we are talking <laughs> about it. But it was fun. It was the the New Jersey Garden State show. Laz NYC is the promoter. And I finally had a free Saturday from coaching. And I was very excited to take what we've been talking about and apply some of these principles, see how my inventory does. And yeah, there's uh, it was fun. At the end of the day, right, when you think about a show experience, let's think about it from a simple binary scale. Was it good? Was it bad? When I set up at that Queen show a few weeks ago, it was overall a bad experience. Yesterday was an overall great experience. I had fun, so it was a win no matter what. Well, let's get into it because, you know, when you are the Lakers, which I guess the Knicks would be better. When you're the Knicks with Crosstown Cardboard, you got Julius Randle, you got Jalen Brunson. A lot of times each one has a game, you know, especially Jalen Brunson, which would be us in this scenario. So, you know, this is going to be a Jalen Brunson game. This is going to be your show for the most part, which I'm excited about. Got the gesture going, which I'm still not quite sure what it means, but it's cool whenever Jalen Brunson hits a shot. I mean, that's all you really need to know. Because, Craig, take me through when you set up at a card show, which you haven't done in a minute. First of all, who did you set up with? I feel like that's the headline. I set up next to my friend Jeremy, who was downtown soccer cards. And next to him was my friend Tom. Tom from North Jersey. He's 973 collectibles, Star Wars collector. And then right behind me, back to back, like backs tucking, touching up against each other. Me, Rob, cousin Tony, cousin Oz. So we had a nice section there of uh, some Wolfpack members, four sevenths of the Wolfpack to be exact. So great time just hanging out with friends above anything else. Just missing me. Ken Sports Card Lessons and Dave DJ Sports Cards 86. That would have been seven sevenths, which, as you know, as a math teacher, would have made one whole. But four sevenths is still a majority. And that's the important thing. So when you saw the guys, what was the feeling to reunite, first of all, with the fellas? It was just like hanging out with buddies like we were back in Chicago. I was serious. Rob, great hugs, great bear hugs from Rob. 
Um, <laughs> just good energy. Mm-hmm. It, it was really good to just have laughs with friends who you talk about with all the time online and to be in person, to just laugh together and hang. It's good stuff. Good quality conversation. So how did it feel to uh, set up for the first time in a little while? Like what, you know, did you, did you, was it riding a bike? Did you feel at home? Was there a little shaking off the dust? What'd you have? The, you know, communication and engagement and speaking to people and having conversation. That's like riding a bike because I do that all the time, but you set up at a show you got to have inventory. You set up your inventory, right? I'm not somebody who's set going to shows every month, maybe once every four to six months for me, aside mm-hmm. from the national. So I see these people here with a ton of inventory because that's for a lot of them. It's really what they do, right? So I've been getting little pieces here and there, but in my head, I'm like, I'm picking up cards that I really like and I want my table to represent what I like. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily what the masses like. If, if right. What I learned on the show is if I'm setting up and my inventory is going to be what the masses like, then it's going to be a bunch of ultra modern young rookies, young quarterbacks. I see it. I saw it happening right before my eyes. Mm -hmm. So my table, my stuff, I would say a good soccer theme with a little mix of, you know, my patches and my mid 2000 stuff. And the best compliment I got was someone came by my table. It was like, Oh, you're a soccer collector. And I'm like, I am, but is that the vibe that my table gives off out of curiosity? And he's like, (laughs) And he basically said, well, now that you look around, like, you know, there's some more, there's basketball and stuff. And then he said, it definitely doesn't give me ultra modern vibes. I'm like, oh, good. good. Oh, that's good. That's it, no, good. he meant that in a, almost a neutral way. Oh, okay. I took, I took it as a compliment. No feelings involved, just strictly business. He was giving you the professional. Yeah, no, this was a friend. This was someone I was just oh, okay. chatting up with. But, but not too many people have a Jackie Robinson card with a 1945 penny in it. Well, like I said. It's the, the mainstream stuff that everyone likes. Still, I really enjoyed having my types of cards out. Regardless of what people like, I knew what was on my table represented me. Let me ask you this, though. Talk You're saying me. you don't want to appeal to the masses, which might be, as far as a business standpoint, contrary to what you would think, because a lot of people want cards that are going to attract the most possible people to think that that would lead to the most possible sales. So why is it important for you to curate what you're going to set up to reflect yourself rather than what might be a better business move. I'm not purposely not appealing to the masses with what the inventory I have at shows. It's more like the inventory I have at shows is just what I like. And I learned yesterday, it doesn't appeal to the masses Mm -hmm. and that's all right. But I was able to still buy and sell and move some things like, you know, I'm not going to complain. I'm going to say, generally speaking, I saw in front of me what, where a lot of the transacting was happening. Okay. So are you going to buy more of those cards? Are you going to switch it up and try to buy more of those? Oh, no, not at all. I'm staying in my lane and what I like. Why is that? Because I was still able to pick up some cool things yesterday. You want to see some of the stuff that I No, no, but hold on. But hold on. I'm interested in the sales thing. Why? I I, got to pin you down. I'm going to do a little sports sports card journalism here. Why go with what you like at your table rather than what would maybe appeal to more people and make more sales? Okay, valid question. And here's what I said yesterday. If I wasn't having success selling online, I would have felt better. I would have felt worse about yesterday because I know the type of stuff that I like, soccer cards, unique things, prison blacks, whatever, whatever comes across patches. I move that stuff online through selling, trading, buying, just because one show in a small town in New Jersey on a Saturday, that crowd didn't necessarily appeal to it. That's okay. There's a much wider audience out there of collectors who 
will share similar card interests with me. But correct me if I'm wrong. You want to have cards that have a certain style and, you know, have conversations that you can have and connections you can make with people approaching the table rather than just being concerned more about the transaction of, you know, the ultra modern stuff. Right. Yeah. And I still had conversation because I, I love looking at what people have okay. behind the table. And I, and I knew what I was going to do this. I always do this at shows. If you have a Zion case, I wish I can go to everyone and yell at them like, yo, show me your case. Show me what you have. Obviously, there's a little bit of etiquette to it. But any chance I had to look at <laughs> someone's case? Drop the case right now. Case. Hey, hey, hey. Man. I know you're not. Man. I know you don't like what's on my table. Come here. Let me see what you have anyway. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah. There you go. Not, there, there was none of that. But the okay. point is, if I had a chance to look through someone's stuff, I, I wanted to, even if it was ultra modern. Because, again, yeah, I like to see what other people collect. Yeah. Just, and you just could find it. Potentially, you could find the Jalen Brunson gold that you're looking for. I don't know if it's a gold prism, gold select, but I know that would be in a Knicks uniform, something you might like, which would be ultra modern. So you never know. Yeah. So with that, we should get into what I was, the cards I was able to buy and sell and transact. And there's a lot of great stories attached to them. Let's do it. Okay. First one, real simple. First buy of the day, you know, my guy, Weston McKinney. Yep. Uh, Midfielder for the U S national team. This is immaculate. Game worn, obviously, because you know, you know, the <laughs> yeah, who would ever get an unassociated uh, Mac Jones patch? I mean, yeah. Wes McKinney, my favorite player in the U.S. national team, numbered out of 99, and the match worn uniforms got that little design to it, you could say. So that's cool. Yeah. And you still have the uh, one of one of him, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Next pickup, um, these two were my first buys. This was me walking around. This came from the McKinney came from my buddy Pretzel's cards. Okay. Oh, I already see who the, who, this is great. This is Did great you? pop culture. I just saw oh, the hair. I, I saw the hair and I already knew who it is. This came from the, the Morristown card show. I think they, they had a table set up there. Flavor town guy, Fieri autograph. <laughs> Flavor town. <laughs> uh, nice. Guy Fieri, guy Fieri. I can't believe I was looking up comps at a guy Fieri card, but yeah, I saw, I saw the price at 40 bucks. I'm like, I don't even, whatever that's worth. I, I don't, that yeah. sounds like a great price anyway, but I did see it comp for 60. So I got it for 30. Um, wow. Okay. I, I'm going to gift this, I think, at some point to a buddy of mine who's getting married in July. Well, why Why did you think of Guy Fieri when you – why Why did you think of that buddy when you saw the I didn't. Guy Fieri card? I didn't, but I texted him the card today because he's a huge fan, and, of course, he appreciated it. So He's a fan of Guy Fieri? Yeah. So, Sag, okay. if you're listening, you're definitely I'm trying not- to get – Okay, uh, that's a great card. I'm trying to get the emerald with the bam inscription. Bam! You should <laughs> nice. That was nice. That was very animated. That's right. right. I, I gotta try to sell it, you know, for the podcast. So the next card that I bought came up to my table. The guy who I bought it from, he had been to shows before, and he actually teaches middle school at Candlewood Middle School, where I went. Wow, okay. How about that? That's cool. Pretty cool. So he came over. He had a really nice case of stuff. He had a Donovan McNabb triple patch card, numbered five out of five jersey number, that I was able to wave over Ryan Philly cards. Oh, and Ryan bought that card. So I got, I'll take the assist. No, on I that thought one. you were gonna. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Tony for oh. uh, Cousins Collectibles. I wow. showed him first. I showed Tony first. Oh, okay. I was gonna say he should go Wolfpack and then outside the Wolfpack. Is the it was order. really? I did. I did. Okay. I, okay. I, I don't. Really I didn't nice. think he wouldn't, but I didn't hear that. So I, I just want to check. I got great joy yesterday out of seeing Eagles cards while my Philly friends were there, both the cousins and Ryan and his crew. So like, oh, right, right. I got some Philly friends here, and I was at, to be able to assist on that one. I enjoyed. Yeah. So the, the same guy, the, 
the guy that works on my middle school, look at this card I picked up. 2020 Immaculate. Chris Cooley. Remember okay, the tight end, right? Tight end for the Redskins. Nike, okay. Nike swoosh 101. Wow. Okay. Game one. No. Yes. Wow. You do not see that very often with it you being game worn. Wow. I paid 150 for it. I okay. immediately listed it on eBay and sold it on eBay for 250 30 minutes <laughs> later. Wow. Good for you, bro. That's a freaking <laughs> you just go, you just, you know, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat with that method. That's great. I'm going to miss this one, actually. Um, maybe I could have gotten more, but I'll take a little profit because I wasn't going to keep it forever anyway. But, yeah, how cool is that? Game one, Nike swoosh. Yeah, no, that's sweet. That's sweet. Quick buy here. Um, 2017 tops Chrome, soccer, orange refractor. Kyle Walker, he plays for Man City. This is the orange out of 25, and this is iconic because 2017 tops Chrome soccer. That's the equivalent to, like, 2012 prison basketball. Okay, so first year? First year, tops Chrome. Look at that nice orange background. Yeah. Kyle Walker, cool. kind of a Man City legend, I guess, out of 25. So that was he's cool. not he's American guy or not? Uh no. England. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Quick picked up a uh, a Prism Gold from the 2018 World Cup. I gotta be honest, I don't know the player, but same thing. Prism, World Cup, gold. Wait a minute. You picked up a card of a guy you don't even know? Yes. Don't Why? Because you, you think somebody on eBay will know him and like him? Um well, I mean that's that's unusual. That's unusual to, to buy a card okay. of somebody you don't know. I mean, wait, wait a on. second. I'm I'm maybe so, but let me deflect for a second. <laughs> maybe let, let me deflect for a second. So okay, okay. I don't want to. I really don't want to mess up this guy's name. He plays for the Senegal national team. Kara is his first name. But you want to hear something great, crazy that I didn't know until right now. This is the 2018 Prism World Cup gold out of ten. Yeah. Look when this guy was born. What you uh, eighty nine? No, the date. Eleven, eleven, eighty nine. Eleven, eleven was yesterday. Oh, happy birthday to him and you! <laughs> How wild is that? I picked up this guy's card on his birthday yesterday, and I'm yeah. discovering it right now on camera. Yeah, happy birthday to a guy who you didn't even know, but now you—that's that—that that was the only thing you knew about him was that his, it was his birthday. <laughs> well, I, I promise I'm gonna look up his highlights later. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Okay, Uh, that could be cool though. Are you going to put that on eBay? Uh, I don't know yet. We'll see. That seems like an obscure one that you really would need to put out there. All right. there. I sold a lot to a friend. I sold a lot to another friend. Somewhere in that lot was me picking up a Brandon Clark 2021-22 Black Shimmer Prism out of one, one out of one. So that came and went real quick. Somebody bought that right away? Um, I basically put it for what I sold it for. It's my buddy Adam Schraman because I need a little bit of quick cash for what I'm about to show you is going to blow your mind. Okay, hold on. But uh, you that that that's an interesting pickup for a non-ultra-modern guy to get a Brandon Clark that, you know, what is that, second, what, third year? Yeah, but, but, uh, but one of one, when it's a one of one, you kind of like throw it all aside because it's rare, right? The Black Prism one-on-ones always sell. Always, okay. always, always. Um, okay. No matter who the guy is. We're talking about flipping. However, that flip led me to this card uh, 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 that is uh, uh, most okay. definitely not leaving my collection anytime soon. Okay. You've been really building this card up. I have oh, no idea. Man, what to oh, man. I'm excited to talk about this. I Let me uh, paint the picture a little bit first. Okay. Okay. This is really, now that I like 
let, peel back the layers. Amazing st- story. Okay. Okay. Someone sent me the Willis Reed, Walt Frazier from like 05 SP Game Use dual on-card autograph. I showed you. Yes. But the autographs were faded so bad. Right. So bad. Um, really like one of my dream cards as a Knicks fan, but can't do right. it for the faded autographs. I mean, two of the, you know, main, if not the two main integral parts of the two Knicks titles. And on-card, too cool. Yeah. Um, the card belonged to... Sold by the username on Instagram, Star Sports Cards 23. That's a great name. Star Sports Cards 23. Yeah. Uh, Jacob. Didn't really think much of him at all. Um, really nice cards on his page. He's got these two loud things. much of him. No, it's just like it. I was talking to a guy about the card, and that was it. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, oh you thought like you it. thought it was over. You thought it was over after that. However, I did tell him I was going to the show this Saturday, and he said, Oh, yeah, I live 30 minutes for NYC. I'm in central Jersey, so I'll stop by. Nice. This guy, okay. Jacob, this guy, Jacob, 20 years old. Great dude. Great dude. Hustler. Um, we really got a little deep into about life. And I, I respect this kid. I really do. I like that. Does okay. it the right way. Super nice. Dude, high-end cards. Like, look at this Larry Bird 101 patch that he owns. What, what, where was that in my inbox, bro? I sent it to the Wolfpack group chat. Here's another oh. Larry Bird yeah. 101 patch that he had. That's cool. For reference, he had this at 500. That's not bad. That's a game used tag. He, yeah, and this That's one, the bad. Larry Bird, That's this Larry Bird one on one patch he had for 1200. Oh, okay. Okay. Can I get into uh, you, you know what's funny though? Real quick, yeah. yes, you can, but that uh, that Larry Bird patch that you just pulled up, I owned the one out of five of that okay. same card. There you go. Kind of crazy. Bird guy. I'll, yeah, I'll pull up the uh, photo while you're getting into what you got. All right. So, Jacob, great dude. He came by. Oh. We linked oh, up. Oh, oh, here it is. Here it is. See it? Okay. Is that the same, is that the same card as his nope. one of one? Mm, I don't think so. It's a uh, immaculate standout. Yeah, standout memorabilia. Okay. Yeah, it is. Okay, there you go. Bird. This is not going to be the thumbnail. Thumbnail. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Why can't that's we? Not, make that's not the thumbnail because what? there's gonna there's gonna be a thumbnail coming that's gonna blow your mind. <laughs> okay, okay. Blow your mind. Oh my god. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so, so Jacob, great dude. We were talking for a while. Respectful kid. Really a hustler. Like does all this like the right way. Really has grinded from the bottom. I uh, appreciate that. Okay. So looking through his case, spending a lot of time. Couldn't do the autograph, but then this card came along and he said i was the first person to look in his case today the first and he wasn't even gonna like show out what was in his zion case yet but i looked anyway Mm -hmm. very fair price on the card i didn't have cash in the moment i'm like just walk around the room and he was very honest he's like come back when you do i'll have cash i'm buying the card from you so i kind of spoiled it already but you know what's one of our favorite game use sets it's got to be because you, know, you, you, know this you, because you asked me to pull out two cards for, for the yeah, show. I but it's got to be – I mean, because I already know you have the Michael Jordan extra right. exquisite with the four game-used pieces. I have the Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain. Well, you got another one? No, this is the same one. Oh, okay. So that's the Jordan okay. that you have. Okay. Now, where do you think this story is going? Uh, I think you – picked up a 
Walt Clyde Frazier of that set. Okay. Okay. Now, can you show your two cards again? Again, this is 2006, 2007, Upper Deck Exquisite. Quad Game 1 jersey. Yours are out of 25 as well, right? Yes. Okay, so you've got – I've got the Michael Jordan. You've got the Bill Russell and the Walt, which is a great pairing. Wilt. Wilt. What did I say? Walt. <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell. Great pairing. Yeah. Now, yeah. yours are both out of 25, right? Yes. But what's special about – well, numbering. mine are both serial numbered nine out of 25 on the Bill Russell and the Wilt Chamberlain. Now, the odds of you having those two cars out of 25 and the numbering being the same. Yeah. Four, 4% four chance when you consider there are 625 possible combinations of the numbering out of 25s you can have. And 25 different ways those numberings can be the same. Yeah. 25 over 625, 4% chance. So crazy, right? Yeah. So I've got the Michael Jordan numbered four out of 25. Now look, okay. what, look what was sitting in the back of Jacob's case that is now in my collection. The LeBron James numbered four out of 25. No way. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? <laughs> look at that pairing. So now I've got the LeBron Michael Jordan Extra exquisite quad jersey, both serial numbered four out of 25. So you have, you know, what a lot of people consider the first and the second. Oh, hold on for a thumbnail. Yeah, let's get it right. There it is. All right. Oh, wait. We got it. Yeah, we got it. There we go. Yeah, that's good. So you have what a lot of people would consider the first and the second, or also the NBA would consider in their top 75 list, the first and the second best basketball player overall of all time. That's what a lot of people think. And I have the first big man rivalry, really. Uh, although, you know, I guess Kareem would be somewhere in there. But Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain with the same numbering, you got the possibly the two best players of the last, you know, 30 years total in the same serial numbering. That That is, that is, that is blowing me away. Yep. So one of my goals of every card show is to come away with something that becomes part of my collection. So this definitely is. There's no way I could ever give up this pairing. Would you trade your pairing for my pairing? <laughs> LOL. What? Really? It just, it just depends what you're going for, bro. If you're going more the the vintage rivalry, Lakers-Celtics deal, or you know, you're going for 1A and 1B with Jordan. Would you, and would you trade them? No, I probably wouldn't. Really? Okay, okay. I have. I I feel better about like the. I love the rivalry thing. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're value, little... value wise, yours are way way higher. But okay, uh, yeah, I wasn't even. But yes, you're you're a little bit more of an older soul than me, perhaps. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, my dad is seventy six, so he used to always talk about. You know, he graduated high school in nineteen sixty five, and got a full ride to play basketball at UMass. Wow, where he Did broke a that? lot of. He broke a lot of freshman scoring records at UMass. Guess who came along the next year and broke all his records? Julius Irving. That's right, Dr. J, who you gave oh. me a dual jersey card of with Dr. J and Carmelo Anthony. So tie it back to New York as well. Look at this. But he would always talk about Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain. My dad would because those were the two, you know, and a lot of times they, he'd have to wait until the newspaper the next day to figure out what happened. In their matchups. Can you believe that? Times have changed. 
but either way, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. So I know, I know somewhere on this podcast and it's not the episode where the thumbnail is you holding up those pictures, but somewhere I could have sworn I referenced, it would be cool to pair that Jordan with the LeBron. I, I could have sworn that's somewhere in the archives. So we're going to have to dig that up at some point. I don't personally remember that, but I wouldn't doubt that you could have said it. Yeah. So that's it. I couldn't believe that card was there at the show. Now in my collection. Did you what know it was the same serial number when you got it? Really funny you say that because as I was making the play for it the first time, my buddy Adam Schraman, same person who bought the Brandon Clark 101 for me. Mm-hmm. He said it would be really cool if there were the same serial number. And I didn't really think much of it, but I he did say that. And then the next time when Jacob came back around, it was when I had the card again in my hand. Then when I realized it was four and four. Okay. So you did check it before you no. made the made the purchase. Uh yes. Yes. No. I don't think so. So you Maybe bought it and then you realized I can't even remember. Like it doesn't even matter. But yes, I got it now. Okay. <laughs> you were so excited. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. That's great that it turned out like that. Cause when I made the purchase for the Wilt, I didn't realize that it was the same number as the Bill Russell I already had until a buddy of mine pointed it out when I posted both on my story. So this is, this is bro, listen, these four cards together, pretty dope. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Well, if we ever get rid of either one of our exquisite or extra exquisite quad patches here we'll have to let the other person know so they can have the first crack at it mm. valid 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 okay good glad we made that deal so yeah Ooh. that's all i had from the show um you can see when i actually talk about the cars that i bought um i enjoyed that part of it i just wasn't my t- not as many people were at my table as others perhaps but also the traffic was less than from when i remember six months mm-hmm. ago the last time i set up but it's all good overall i had fun had great bagels with the boys had good conversation. A lot of kids. A lot of kids. I was impressed with some of the kids, and I had a conversation with a few of them. Okay. We're talking 15 and younger. And I said to them, so I see you selling, you're buying. You know, when you have this cash, do you put it all back into cards? Mm-hmm. Do you have a savings account? Do you put money into it? And yeah. I would say of the four kids I asked that to, small sample size, about yeah. two and about two and two. A couple of them were like, I just it just all goes into cards. A couple of them. One of them even has his dad help him with like a investment account. Wow. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Well, look at you. I mean, that's cool that you're still trying to make an educational difference and an impact on the kids, even at a card show, you know, outside of your own professional work as a teacher and then the card club after school. So you're, you're being a positive influence out there. Yeah. Just, just being me. That's it. Having fun. That's right. But you're being you is a good thing. Thanks. For, the kid, for the kids and everybody else there, I'm sure. For sure. What do you got for me? All right, bro. Well, we uh, talked about the crazy coincidence on the last episode of Crosstown Cardboard right here on these airwaves. And you were talking about the coincidence with our buddy, Will, who is prolific sports cards on Instagram. And can you please refresh our audience on that coincidence from last episode if they missed it? I had recently picked up a Carmelo Anthony patch card and mm-hmm. I looked up the Carmelo patch card on like card ladder. There it is. And it had sold around May. So it went from whoever sold it on eBay in May 
to someone on Instagram named like Freezer Buys, and I mm -hmm. bought it from Freezer Buys. Freezer Buys must have bought it on eBay from Prolific Sports Cards. Yes. Prolific was the seller back in May, and he had bought that card from you. So the card made its way from you to Will to someone else to me in a matter of about a year. So me and you had owned the same exact card. Or, I mean, I had owned it 11 months earlier, and now you own that card. And I have uh, also done deals with Freezer Buys, too, for um, Carmelo Anthony cards. And uh, he also has some cool Peyton Manning cards. So I had such a great vibe, and I remembered the cool and fun deals that I had done and fair deals and easy communication that I had done with prolific sports cards who you got the Carmelo Anthony patch from and had, you know, that crazy connection. So I went back to him and I said, Hey, you know, actually he messaged me when our episode dropped from last week. He's like, you know, great episode, really enjoyed that crazy connection. Still can't believe it happened. You guys are great. You know, keep it up, stuff like that, uh, which was really nice. And so I messaged him and I said, Hey, you know, that deal went so well with Craig. I'm, I'm curious, you know, if you have any other Knicks cards available. Um, and so he sent me a bunch of photos and I'm like, Oh, perfect. Cause I know, you know, we built up a rapport. We just are coming off the great feelings of that crazy coincidence. You know, everything's, everything's in a good spot to have an easy negotiation. Plus we've done business before and we, you know, we like each other and we participate together. So I bought these two Knicks cards from Prolific Sports Cards. If you're watching on the Crosstown Cardboard YouTube, I'm pulling them up. One of them is a dual autograph, which is kind of an interesting combination. But um, it's Walt Clyde Frazier, our boy, with Chauncey Billups, a.k.a. Mr. Big Shot, who had a short stint with the Knicks as a calming force behind the point guard role, following, of course, his championship and finals MVP with Detroit Basketball. And that great team. So interesting with uh, Walt Frazier and Chauncey Billups, dual auto, great Knicks point guards. That's a cool card. What yeah, a random yeah. combination. I, so yeah, cool. and I, you know what's funny? I was looking it up on Card Ladder, and I'm trying to find comps for it, and there's like nothing that's a Walt Frazier and Chauncey Billups dual auto that has sold Not in surprised. the last like, couple years. Yeah, because I had never seen this pairing either. And, uh, you know, as we've talked about, one of my PCs is anybody who's played for the New York Knicks with an on-card auto. And this is an on-card, but I just thought the uh, combination yeah. was still super cool. I have a Walt Frazier auto, but I don't have a Chauncey Billups. And so now this is, I think, my 19th New York Knicks autograph card in my PC. So uh, I'm about to hit 20 with uh, the on-card autos. And then that wasn't the only card I got. I got this Channing Fry, <laughs> New York Knicks, Topps Chrome rookie, numbered at a 99, the gold refractor, in a BGS 9. And you know what? That matches my David Lee. Nice. Chrome gold refractor, numbered at a 99 from the same year in a BGS 9.5. So both coming into the Knicks, 05, 06, and I got two of them and now the only one i need which uh prolific who i got these two cards from reminded me is the nate robinson gold Yo, i used to have that oh i think i think i used to have that and i uh regret getting rid of it what did you sell it for do you remember not not, not enough i think i could be wrong there's one on ebay that i think is a um bgs 95 that's like 500 i'm like eh. what are those out of 99 
Yeah, I think his raw ones are doing uh, like a hundred. So if I can find one for a couple hundred, I probably get it. Okay. But Nate Robinson, Nate Robinson has that extra interest factor, you know, with the dunk contest championship, five nine, you know, jumping over guys, blocking Yao Ming, all the extra excitement that comes with him being a little guy who can dunk. You know, and, and has a lot of heart. Don't get me wrong. It was a, I mean, to make the NBA, watching the Husky, you know, and making the NBA incredible story, which is why I won his card. But he has like a multiple X premium on Channing Fry and David Lee. Yeah, he was um he was a fan favorite, but that's cool. Really nice stuff. Yeah. Oh five oh six tops chrome. The gold refractors at a ninety nine. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, story. I know. You know, I was thinking. I was looking at the card. I'm like, you know, it'd be kind of cool to collect this set i mean if i was to you know go for it but yeah so Good stuff. i got those two and i'm looking for the nate robinson 0506 tops chrome rookie gold refractor if anybody has that one out there on the airwaves speaking of pc craig my first brian dawkins card came in that's nice we talked about you know me wanting to start a clemson pc and i made reference that i was picking up some Brian Dawkins stuff because he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame from Clemson, which is a team I report on. And I just covered another uh, great win, you know, right on the sidelines. Clemson blowing out Georgia Tech and a great military appreciation day story I was able to do for, uh, which, by the way, thanks to all the veterans out there. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's several who listen to our podcast. Great time to thank them for the sacrifice they make. And, uh, really driven home by the way Clemson um, paid respect to everybody who's been in the armed forces. So that was really cool to witness. And then this Brian Dawkins Clemson card came in, of course, the hard hitting safety. This is a color match, purple prism Mm -hmm. numbered out of 75. So I think I got two or three more Brian Dawkins coming in already. I mean, they're like, you know, between two and $10. So it's pretty, that would be a fun, fun rainbow to chase. Yeah, that's the rainbow I'm going after. So, um, and it's, Quinn, and it's Quinn, pretty new. It's a 20, 20, yeah. 2023 Prism draft pick. So it's kind of a, I'd imagine there's a lot more boxes of that to be opened and put on eBay, hopefully. Uh, coincidentally, I got a follow from Clemson underscore cards today. No. There's not much on there. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, the bio, the bio, I like the bio, it just says, I like cards. I mean, is he wrong? No, I like but, listen, I like cards. That, that, that you yeah, I do like cards. The uh the bio in your thing should be thanks cards. Thanks, comma cards. Thanks, period. comma cards, period. And then Tony Gwynn exclamation mark. Exclamation mark. Parentheses, if you know, you know. Yeah, which by the way, we just made our link tree. Congratulations to us. Put in a little work, you know, got that link on there. So now if you click in either one of our bios, Carmine's cards or New York City sports cards, you can find every place or the podcast and the video version, which is only on YouTube, but you can find all of our things and even our email. You know, if you want to send us some feedback or write in a lot of people leave YouTube comments um, and and some on podcasts, which is great for uh, the interaction and just sharing this card journey with everybody. And last pickup, Craig, I got this award-winning Larry bird on card auto from our boy Mikey's cards. Yes. Easy deal. I picked it up for 150. And Easy. I like these cards because it it honors a specific moment 
you know, like uh, for this one, it's the 1986 finals MVP for Larry Bird. So that's like a cool, you know, it's not just like a, a standard autograph. It's like a remember this moment in basketball history. And of course, Larry Bird, you know, who everybody knows that I is my favorite player and I PC him and, you know, just really like what he stands for and, and the hard work that he put in along with being six, nine, don't get me wrong, but is, yeah, um, yeah. Is, is there a blurb on the back of the card? Um, you know, I can look it up on eBay. Why do you ask? Um, I'm starting to really appreciate the blurbs on my collection. I enjoy reading them. Okay. So not just looking at like, just for example, just Chris Cooley. Washington yeah. kicked off the 2001 season by hosting division rival in New York. Cooley used the occasion to record a milestone in front of the home faithful. During the team's 28-14 victory, he hauled in two passes and broke Jerry Smith's franchise record for receptions by a tight end. Wow. You learn something by reading the back of cards, as long as they yeah. got a little blurb or something. It's fun. Yeah, that's a good little history. I didn't actually get to see the back of the card yet, but... Read your cards. Will, read your cards. Will, that could be yeah. a good future uh, episode title. Read your cards. Read your cards. And we just we could just read off cards the entire... Just go, yeah. just go through our just go our whole through our whole PC and go through every back of the card and be like Channing Fry was once a <laughs> listen that the backs of cards tell a bunch of short stories they do they do and they, uh, um, the writing style is also interesting you know like um, some of them are like they go in the statistical direction some of them go in the you know like fable version of you know kind of romanticizing the person's career where it's like you know larry bird was the most dominant bird in the sky when he you know like stuff like that yeah um, i mean uh, it was nice when you got to read statistics on the back of cards yeah speaking of statistics oh what a, tra what a transition <laughs> just use the same word <laughs> oh my god speaking of statistics yes gotta talk about my psa sub that pop Oh my gosh, yes. I saw this. I cannot believe Did you see it? Yeah, I showed it to you. I can't believe the success you had here. Look, I go to, I don't really grade a lot ever. Um the last time I graded I had an order for more than three cards was mm -hmm. November 2020. So if you look at my grading orders, one card, three cards, two cards, one card, two card, two card, one card, two card, one, one. That was for the last three years. And then a couple months ago, I put in an order for 10 items. To PSA, mm -hmm. twenty five dollars a piece came out to two seventy five after shipping and everything. My grades finally popped, and I waited twenty five minutes to check my grades. The longest I've ever waited. <laughs> That's the longest you've ever waited is twenty five <laughs> minutes. Yes. Why do you wait for your cards to come back and deliver? Yeah, I actually uh, do. I, I I don't. I, don't. I know it, it was very tempting when I I, when I, I, did I my... couldn't do it. But PSA makes it. I gotta say, they do make it really nice. The way it presents do they is it like a dramatic flip or how does it work yeah and you can go at your own pace too so oh you can control it with your thumb so like mm, like oh interesting uh, the card starts off in the back okay and, and you can slowly like, turn it uh, to make it dramatic not sponsored by the way yeah that's wow okay yeah, that's yeah. cool i've you never i've never it. actually done that i've only submitted through a friend so i've never <laughs> Done that type of reveal. That's cool, though. It, it is cool. They make it worthwhile. So I had 10-card order, and the next thing you know, I start revealing them. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, <laughs> 10, 10, 
10. Bro, I'm eight for eight on tens. Wow. Eight in a row? Eight the first, tens the first in a row eight. to start my batch. And then it ended with an eight and a nine. I, 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 I just, I didn't know what to say. I mean, granted, there's nothing huge, but enough where, like, if I'm reselling this stuff, I'm doing really well for myself. Yeah. Um, well, good for you. That that is. I couldn't believe it. And I've never, I've never seen that level. I mean, I've seen you know quite a few reviews on people's grades coming back. I've never seen an eighty percent gem rate. Maybe great. somebody can comment and say they've gotten a better one, but I I don't feel like that's. And look, all these things, these card cares out there. People prep your cards. I took a, a cloth that I occasionally used to clean my glasses and I just like wiped off a little smudge or a little speck and that was kind of it. And I just sent it off and on its way. And there you go. So it's all crapshoot. <laughs> it's all, all crapshoot. Crap I mean, I mean, small sample size, you know, small sample size for you could have just gotten one grader who, you know, had found the love of his life that day. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I know the companies take their process seriously and everything, but yes, you know, you're in a, it sounds like somebody who was, I'll say this. They were not in a bad mood when they were grading your card. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. They were at least in a neutral mood. But you know what's funny? You mentioned uh, Nat Turner recently. So maybe the, maybe it got back to the to the big dog, the uh, head man at, at a PSA, and they said, you got to give this guy a bump. He's, he's, he's promoting us. <laughs> valid, valid point. Here, here's the only card I'll share because this was a surprise and also like a pop three. Uh, 1996 Bowman's Best. Do you, are you familiar with the atomic refractors? Yes. I had a Scotty Pippen one time. So they look like the X-Fractors. They're like the boxed. Um, yep. Ja- yep. Jawan Howard in a PSA 10. Wow. That's a tough grade. 96 atomic refractor in a PSA that, 10. That seems like, like an three. eBay. That seems yeah. like an eBay situation for a, a Wizards for sure. fan or for a Michigan fan with the uh, Fab Four over there. For sure. So, yeah. That was fun. Pretty uh, felt pretty spoiled and lucky there, but cool. Thanks. So what, what, thanks what's cards. the yeah? Thanks cards. And by the way, much better than Tony Gwynn. Yeah. Even though you know, I mean, obviously Hall of Famer hitting. What <laughs> what was his lifetime batting average? Do you know? Um, if I had to guess, be, yes, right now yeah. I'm saying three twenty one. I'm gonna say three twenty four. Okay. Oh, you went over me. That's like classic prices, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well. I mean, hopefully that's um, what the wow. situation is. Three thirty-eight, good for Tony. Oh, wow! And now, light, what's the best in his career? Like a career season for him, best batting average. Oof, now you're asking for a lot. Three ninety. Well, Tony Gwynn is at one of our, you know, biggest people who we reference. So, we and gotta, by the we way, gotta... if you're hearing this for the first time, right? We reference Tony Gwynn because Tony Gwynn was so good at getting on base. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of examples we could use there, but it's Tony Gwynn. Um, yeah, and that, so good at know, getting just, on pace. Yeah, right. And, hitting and singles the there. You got this. Yeah, no, no, you got it. I'm just so excited about Tony Gwynn. Please, please, you, you, you go for it. Um, I, I'm, I don't know why I'm not able to look at the stats right now. But anyway, um, Tony Gwynn is so getting on base, and we look at that with as a like card deals. Sometimes right. just making a trade and moving on, making a small profit doesn't have to be a home run, just a little profit so you can keep moving in this hobby. It's just like getting on base like Tony Gwynn. And that gets you into the Hall of Fame. Yep. Yep. That's right. That's right. I was going to say 390 was what I was going to guess for the best year of Tony Gwynn batting average. 394. Wow. In 1994, the year I was born. Can you believe that? Now I can. 
Oh my gosh. 394. He struck out 19 times in a whole season. 110 games he played. Struck out 19 times. Well, well, I'm gonna have to add a Tony Gwynn card to the PC. At bat, so he had he had 419 at bats. He struck out 19 times in the 1994 season. That means he didn't strike out 400 times out of 419 at bats. It's pretty good. That is crazy. And he had like also several other seasons of similar similar stats. So that's why Tony Gwynn, we, we got to pay our respect. Like you said, hitting singles, doubles, you know, like what you did with uh, listing that card on eBay. He bought it for 150 with the Chris Cooley Nike game used patch, one of one, sold it for 250 and then you end up getting a $65 or so profit. That's not a home run. That might be a, a double, but it's, it's nice. Like, it's like a 42% profit. Batting 420 gets you well into the Hall of Fame. Yes, and a special celebration on a holiday. <laughs> oh got it on that note on the, let, let's let's end on a high note oh oh you one up to me you prices right mother all right all right until that next week good stuff bro all right peace